The winter meetings have been a dud so far, and the national media has decided to turn on Shohei Otani when in reality the person at fault today was Dave Roberts, the manager of the Dodgers. What the heck am I talking about? I'll explain it all next. You are Locked On Giants, your daily San Francisco Giants podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello and welcome to Locked On Giants, part of the Locked On Podcast podcast network where it's your team every day. My name is Ben Kaspik and on the show we provide daily episodes Monday through Friday talking about the San Francisco Giants in a way that's data-driven and rational, but also simple, passionate, and accessible to all. I'm a former contributor for the baseball statistics and analysis websites Beyond the Box Score and Rotographs. I've been podcasting about the Giants since 2015 and I'm a lifelong fan. Thank you for making Locked on Giants your first listen every day. We're free and available wherever you get your podcasts, including YouTube. So check us out there if you have not already, and please hit that subscribe button wherever it is that you're following the show. And coming up on today's show, day two of the winter meetings, and like nothing has happened. We just, at the time of this recording here in the evening, learning that, okay, Alex Verdugo has been traded to the Yankees, which is a interesting trade that has nothing to do with the San Francisco Giants. But you know who does have something to do with the San Francisco Giants? That's Shohei Otani, because as we'll discuss later with comments from Farhan Zaidi, comments from new manager Bob Melvin, and also just because unless you've been living under a rock, you should know that the Giants are pursuing Shohei Otani. And yes, it is a legitimate pursuit. But the craziest kind of situation, like be- nothing has happened at these winter meetings, really. And yet an extremely juicy situation happened at the winter meetings today. And it had nothing to do with the acquisition of a player. The full story basically is that there was a report. I believe it was by ESPN's Jeff Passan, who's one of the best reporters, if not the best in the league in our industry in terms of trustworthiness and uh, legitimacy. And the report was several weeks ago that Shohei Otani wanted his free agency to be private and that he didn't want teams kind of leaking out information and that any kind of that behavior would be held against them. And fast forward to Today, when, yes, we've had, you know, speculation, you know, the Giants, there was like speculation, but this is none of this is coming from the Giants themselves. It was like there was a Chronicle reporter who snapped a photo of Melvin and Zaidi and Buster Posey in really nice clothes at Oracle Park on Saturday. And I don't know exactly where people are even getting this, honestly, but that this there was speculation that Otani was that they met with him there on Saturday. And honestly, the timeline doesn't surprise me given what Dave Roberts had to say. And what Dave Roberts had to say just in a normal run-of-the-mill meeting with the media today, just like Bob Melvin had, Dave Roberts just spilled the beans. He just went up there. He hesitated for a second. He was asked about Otani, and he, he kind of at first said, I forget exactly what he said at first, but then he just kind of sat there for several seconds 
And then he was like, yeah, you know what? Yeah, we have met with him. We met with him a few days ago. I think it went really well. On and on and on. He just decided to himself to freely and openly discuss the Otani situation. Now, if that was all there was to this story, I don't, I wouldn't even be talking about it. You know why? Because my initial thought when I saw that, okay, Dave Roberts is talking about that the Dodgers met with Shohei Otani, which look, duh, of course the Dodgers met with Shohei Otani. Um, if that was all there was to this, then, uh, I wouldn't have made a big deal about it because what I would have assumed and what I did assume at the time was that Dave Roberts is not dumb enough to just publicly speak about the Dodgers interest in Otani if that wasn't, if he knew that was not what Otani wanted. Um, and so I just assumed the Dodgers basically had permission to speak about this and whether it came, you know, whether it came from uh, Dave Roberts' bosses or whether it came from Otani's camp, either way, it would come from Otani first. Okay, great. But where this story takes a twist was that there was then a tweet. I don't know. I don't even see who sent the tweet, but there was a legitimate tweet that came out from a reporter who was there when Roberts was speaking about Otani, and it says, quote, Robert spoke freely and relaxed for 20 minutes, but his face became serious as he spent several moments reading a text message on his phone after his session with reporters. He immediately huddled with Dodgers public relations officials. And so then you're like, okay, well, then this just got more interesting, but it doesn't stop there. It then goes one step further where then the Dodgers general manager, uh, blanking on his first name, as I, I know his first name, it's not Johnny Gomes, but it's, um, Gomes is the last name of the Dodgers general manager. Andrew Friedman is their president of baseball operations. Um, but he basically came out and was like, Dave made some comments. Dave said some things. And he said that he was surprised by the comments that Dave Roberts made. Now, how on earth are you going to go out there if you're Dave Roberts and publicly comment on your pursuit of Otani? He went into specifics. He said how long the meeting was. He said that there weren't any players present. No other team has done anything like this. Uh but Dave Roberts decided he wanted to do it. And then he gets a text that makes his face turn like he had seen a ghost, uh, evidently. And then he huddles with PR officials and then their general manager. And there's a picture of him where he looks like he's seen a ghost. And he's like, he said he was surprised by the comments. And he said he was asked if he thought it hurt their chances with Otani. And he said, I don't know. Like, he wasn't just like, oh, definitely not. I mean, he, he he was not expecting Dave Roberts to do what he did. And so that's just insane to me that they let this happen. And, you know, at the end of the day, do I really think that Otani might have been like leaning Dodgers and then this happens and then that's it? 
Dodgers are off the board. No, I ultimately don't think that. I would like to believe that, but I don't think it. But I mean, imagine if he signs anywhere else now, that's anywhere else. That speculation is going to run wild and there will never be an answer. I mean, you'll, the Dodgers will come out and say it had nothing to do with that, but Otani's certainly not going to answer to that. Um, I mean, who knows? Maybe he will. Maybe I don't know. I don't know. And that's the thing is that this whole winter meetings is being held up on Shohei Otani. And what's sickening, and we're going to discuss it later, sickening is a little bit of a strong word, but it's been crazy how the reaction, like suddenly just reporter after reporter after reporter after reporter coming out with their the stories that they've decided to write tonight, critical of Shohei Otani for wanting his free agency to be conducted the way he wants it to be conducted. Makes no sense. We will get into that later. But first, I want to switch to, you know, some Giants news. And it's it's news in, in the sense that we have, like, definitive, clear language from the Giants that they are, in fact, shopping at the top of the market. So what is the latest on the Giants and their pursuit of star talent as these winter meetings continue to go on. You know, there's no telling if it could get crazy here even tonight or tomorrow. Um, and if not, it, eventually these guys are coming off the board. So we'll get into the latest in just a minute. And before we do, today's episode is brought to you by Jace Medical. I know we come to sports to escape from some of the crazy realities of life, but can we talk for just a minute about preparing for tough situations? I think there's always time for that. Whether you're on extended travel, as I just was, bracing for a major weather event, or limited by yet another supply uh, shortage, you are covered, my friend, thanks to our partners at Jace Medical, life-saving antibiotics, and a long list of daily medications can be ordered in a one-year supply. I've ne- I had never heard of that before. I've heard of three-month supply, but a one-year supply. Even ED generics for Ciala, uh, excuse me, Cialis or Viagra. Jace Medical has the Jace case, and this is my personal favorite, and I have one for myself. The Jace case is a pack of five different antibiotics to treat a long list of bacterial illnesses, including UTIs, respiratory infections. Uh, uh, I can't pronounce that word, but it treats it. Skin infections, among other things. This stuff could happen to any of us, and that is why it is in fact, important to just have yourself a Jace case handy, especially like like I said, for me being in Mexico for two weeks uh, just recently. So visit jacemedical.com and complete your physician encounter. It'll be reviewed by a board-certified physician and your medications will be dispensed by a licensed pharmacy at a fraction of the regular cost. It's never been more important to be prepared than today. Go to jacemedical.com and use offer code locked on to get $20 off your order. All right, as promised, we're going to discuss the latest with the Giants because, yes, they are, in fact, shopping at the top of the market here, and we are just waiting for the top of the market to move. And I think it's kind of like sad that the national media seems to have 
I mean, they're all in Nashville, right? And and so I think that plays into it is that a bunch of these reporters have traveled all the way to Nashville and they're just sitting around twiddling their thumbs because Shohei Otani is holding up the market. But they come across as a bunch of crying babies, to be honest. Like some of these articles that have come out basically carrying water for Dave Roberts and the Dodgers instead of the best player in baseball who just had a a simple demand and you know teams could respect it or not and the and Dave Roberts evidently chose not to respect that simple demand I mean it's not that hard just keep your mouth shut Dave that's all you got to do anyway thanks again for making Lockdown Giants your first listen every day I say this jokingly but also apologetically or your last listen every day I know right now We've got construction going on at my house, and so these episodes sometimes coming out much later than I would like. That is going to change at some point, and they're going to be back to earlier in the day. But right now, it also has to do with me waiting for anything to happen during the day, because these are the winter meetings, after all. And on the Monday and Tuesday of the winter meetings, normally you've got stuff going on. Like, there's usually major moves happening uh every several hours on Monday and Tuesday of the winter meetings. And so far we've got nothing because the whole world is kind of waiting on Shohei Otani. But that doesn't stop the Giants from meeting with the media, not spilling the beans, not saying, yeah, we met with Otani on Saturday. It was great. You know, Logan Webb met him. And then uh, Logan Webb got followed on Instagram uh, by... um, uh, by Shohei Otani. I'm sorry if I get distracted at times. What I'm doing is I'm constantly refreshing Twitter as I'm recording this because, like I said, anything can happen at the winter meetings at any time. But, you know, we had an Andrew Baggerly. There's probably going to be a daily piece coming out of The Athletic from Andrew Baggerly. That's much appreciated. The work that those who are there covering the Giants do is much appreciated for this show because they're they're there talking to Farhan Zaidi and and Pete Patella potentially and Bob Melvin and anyone else they can find who is uh, related or associated affiliated with the Giants. So Baggerly, in his piece based on Farhan Zaidi's media availability last night, said the following: Zaidi did acknowledge that it's fair to characterize the Giants as actively hunting at the top of the free agent market. I'm going to end the quote right there because I have to say, Baggerly preceded this by saying basically that Zaidi avoids questions and it's not just Farhan Zaidi. People in his position, I don't know about managers such as Dave Roberts, but if you're the president of baseball operations, you literally just cannot comment on specific free agents you're not allowed to talk you can't say yeah we're in on Shohei and Yamamoto you just can't you have to be vague and so that's it's frustrating but when you like say yes it would be fair to characterize that we are actively hunting at the top of the market it's just like read between the lines that is what he's saying so anyway that's that is what he's saying here so continuing on Baggerly says, which also happens, or which also includes Yoshinobu Yamamoto, the hotly pursued 25-year-old right-hander who might be the most highly anticipated pitcher ever to be posted 
by a Japanese professional team. Zaidi also acknowledged that the Giants are more likely to accomplish adding front-end starting pitching in the free agent market and more likely to find answers for their position player needs, athleticism, defense, speed, in an evolving trade market. So speaking of evolving trade market, again, worth pointing out, a significant trade sending Alex Verdugo, you know, Red Sox and Yankees making a trade, very uncommon. Uh, you know, there was a move, you know, the win- that's probably the most significant move so far of the winter meetings, even though it's not that significant of a move. And I have specifically been asked about Alex Verdugo as a fit for the Giants. I said I didn't really see it. To me, he's like, Yaz adjacent. He's kind of like better against significantly better against right-handed pitching, you know, more contact and, and less strikeout, but also less power, but also a corner outfielder. So anyway, I don't, I don't see it like, Oh, missed opportunity should have got Alex Verdugo. They're already crowded with outfielders. They need a center fielder and Verdugo, Verdugo is not that. So, um, Continuing on, though, on this theme today, so that was from yesterday, yesterday's media appearance by Zaidi. But today, Bob Melvin, Giants new manager, of course, met with the media and he essentially said the same thing. Like if you go and watch these interviews, he met with the media. He also was on Christopher Russo's Mad Dog show, which, you know, Christopher Russo not always, I do not often agree with Christopher Russo, but he seems to like Bob Melvin. I'm glad about that because, you know, he kind of was giving the Giants a hard time there for a while, even when they were having success, uh, like winning 107 games. He was, anyway, I mean, he turned out to be kind of right. But the point is that uh, Bob Melvin, I mean, he's just flat out saying, we are out here trying to get, the best players that are available in free agency. And so not naming names like Mr. Dave Roberts decided to do, but it's this free agent class. It's not like there are that many people that they could be talking about. Um, We're talking about Shohei Otani. We're talking about Yoshinobu Yamamoto. And then who are we talking about? We're maybe talking about Blake Snell and like Cody Bellinger and who else are we talking about? We're really, I think mostly when, when you've got Melvin and Zaidi saying these things, they're, they're talking about Shohei and they're talking about Yamamoto. And we talked yesterday on the show about how Susan Slusser reported that rival two rival, two people from rival teams believed that the giants had the edge with Yoshinobu Yamamoto. Now, we have not heard any such things with the Giants and Otani, certainly, but we've also heard like nothing real about Otani except that the Dodgers apparently met with him because Dave Roberts was very candid about that. But anyway, so not only are Zaidi and Melvin saying this, and for those, I, there are still somehow like people out there who don't believe that the Giants make these efforts, like, if you're one of those people, I don't understand because we know like for a fact that they offered Aaron Judge $360 million, which he then accepted from the New York Yankees after the Giants made the offer. And he took it to Hal Steinbrenner, who upped his offer by $40 million to match the Giants. 
And then we know for a fact that the Giants agreed to a $350 million contract with Carlos Correa. And you might say, I mean, is there really anyone out there, a conspiracy theorist who is like, they on purpose, like backed out of the deal just to kind of say that they tried. And like, why would they, I said this the day of that event, like why would they do that to themselves? That in no way benefits them at all to get everybody's hopes up and then rip the rug out from under them. So, you know, Lucy and the football, they're not, that's not what happened. What's happening here. What's happening here is the giants, recognize what all of you recognize which is that they need star talent i mean bob melvin he was asked like what does this team need and instead of saying like oh we'd like to get uh better defensively here and improve our depth that shortstop he said star talent he said we need some star talent and that we're trying like heck to do so and so it's just a matter of waiting and what's crazy i mean i'm not in nashville If I'm sitting in Nashville, maybe I'm a little more impatient too that I've made that big journey and that we're a month into the baseball offseason and not much of significance has happened. Aaron Nola and Sonny Gray, pretty much that's it in terms of free agent signings. And we're all waiting on Shohei Otani. And for Yoshinobu Yamamoto, we have more, a little bit more concrete information that he's going to meet with finalists in person next week and then we don't know when a decision's coming and so this could possibly drag on hopefully Otani just makes his decision and then that that could kind of free up the position player market I think um, but the pitching market's going to be held up by Yamamoto and so that's what's going on here but um, so we'll get more into that and just this reaction that I found to be very off-putting uh, with basically reporters like ganging up on Shohei Otani in defense of Dave Roberts and the Dodgers for no apparent reason. And by the way, you know, if you're Shohei Otani and you don't, and the whole reason you didn't want national media or you didn't want your free agency to be a big public specter, this is what you're going to get in LA. That's the whole LA thing. You know, the media, which is, you know, New York, LA, kind of based is coming to the defense of the Dodgers immediately. As soon as there's any kind of question about them, they go, they go to Dave Roberts defense. So who knows? Maybe that does tip the scales, not necessarily for the giants. Cubs are rumored to be in on Otani blue Jays rumored to be in on in on Otani, but this little media storm here, post Dave Roberts comments is very interesting and we'll get more into it in just a minute. And before we do, all right, as promised, we are going to get more into the, uh, the media backlash, I guess you could call it like the media just suddenly like collectively ganging up on Shohei Otani's wishes to have teams not come out and publicly comment about his free agency. And you had this ridiculous piece. Like, I, I have no personal beef with, like, Buster Olney, okay? But this ridiculous I, – I did end up reading the, the, the article, and it was – you know, he made some 
fine, fair points, I guess. Uh, the title of the article is Shohei Otani's secretive free agency is a missed opportunity for him and MLB. Now, if you just scratch out the for him part and write for MLB, of course, of course it is like the sport. It And that's just a free agency problem in baseball in general is that it's, it, it drags on. It can take forever for anything to happen. Every so often you get a winter meetings where there's usually so much activity that turns out to that there's not because of market forces. And that's what we're seeing right now. But to have the kind of audacity to say that it's a missed opportunity for Otani is like you're speaking for Shohei Otani, Buster only. That's kind of crazy. And what I so the. Yeah, so Buster Olney wrote when he published this, and Buster Olney works for ESPN, by the way. He said, Shohei Otani's top secret free agency is silly and a missed opportunity for him and the sport. I'll get into the fair points that he makes in the article in terms of what he kind of meant by a missed opportunity for Otani. But what I had to say in response in a quote tweet was, a missed opportunity for him? Pretty sure that he is and will continue to be just fine. And how can his own preference be a missed opportunity? Missed opportunity for MLB and for media, sure. But Otani has more than earned the right to have his free agency handled as he wishes. Like, there's, it's like end of discussion. The guy has his preferences. And to say it's a missed opportunity, it's like, I mean, the the answer should be read the article first. And I didn't read the article first. I read it second. I did want to hear him out and just hear what kind of crazy justification he had. And what he said, is his main point was basically that because it's a missed opportunity the game, it's a missed opportunity for Otani to serve the game that he loves. That's literally the last words that he writes. He said, he says he missed, he has missed a chance to serve the game he loves. And okay, I guess that you can try to make that case, but think about what are we talking about? Like what in, what would it look like if Otani's free agency was like this, cuckoo bananas like like think and and it is in the article he mentions lebron james and the decision right the infamous tv like one hour i forget exactly and i'm not a huge basketball guy but that kind of for me like as a casual of of the nba lebron james and the decision having this big kind of me 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 thing where you make get a tv special all about where am I going to play? Uh, first of all, that's just the opposite of everything that Shohei Otani is about. And secondly, LeBron James became a villain. Like, he may have already had some villain qualities, I guess, but going on national TV like that and dragging it out for as long as it did, because if, if I recall, I mean, it was like an hour long and it just waited forever. And then to ultimately announce that you're like leaving the the team that was your home and you made those fans like sit through and watch and wait in anticipation. Are you going to come back to us? 
to announce that you're going to go join a super team. Like, it's madness. Like, that to me, that just tarnished his reputation. And I don't know that as a casual basketball fan, I've ever thought of him the same way after that that kind of TV special. I just thought it was the stupidest thing. Just, you know, have it be normal and just have some reporter announce where you're going and to make it all about him. And that isn't just not what Otani's about. And so, yeah, I'm sure that was good for the, that. and by the way, wasn't that on ESPN? And and to be fair, only does reference it in the piece. I think it actually, I'm not 100% sure because I've read a few of these. Like John Heyman of the New York Post said something, oh, I don't have it pulled up, but he said like, applaud, applaud Dave Roberts. You know, like he said, three cheers for Dave Roberts. But it's like, are you kidding me? Just respect a, a human being's wishes. That's all you got to do here. And Apparently, that's too hard for some of these guys. And I get it again, like this is their job, but it's also my job to talk about baseball. And frankly, I do it more often than than the writers a lot of the times because we're daily, Monday through Friday, and find something else to talk about, guys. Like you don't have to dunk on Shohei Otani. Like it's just a bad look. To me, that's a missed opportunity for you to do better. <laughs> It's a missed opportunity for you to represent ESPN better than to say that the, I mean, look, it is a missed opportunity for the sport, but that's not Otani's responsibility or fault or anything. He wants to be private. He doesn't want a media hailstorm. Okay. And that's what I'm saying is like, if you go to LA and I have made this point also that just like with LeBron going to the Heat, right? And what Chris Bosch and I don't even know the names of the players, but they they had these three LeBron and Bosch and Garnett. I, I don't I'm sorry, I I just really don't even remember. Oh, Dwayne Wade. Dwayne Wade, right? Um I'm a total casual, so it's impressive that I even remembered that. Uh that's why I've said do, like the parallels here. With If he goes to the Dodgers, you're talking, you're joining a team that already has Mookie Betts and Freddie Freeman. And so I think you become a little bit of that villain and you're in that big LA media market that just has these types of reporters who will bother you 24-7, like, you know, constantly be talking about you in a way that's different in the Bay Area where they kind of leave you alone a little bit more. Of course, Otani's going to get attention anywhere he goes. But And of course, there are other teams that are interested. It's not just between the Giants and the Dodgers here. But I've made the case that there's some reasons I don't view LA as like the best fit for him. And it's joining a super team. I just don't totally see that as his thing. And then the media kind of showing its true colors, the LA-based slash New York-based media showing its true colors just as soon as Dave Roberts did what he did, which was go against the man's wishes, they turned on not Dave Roberts, but on Shohei Otani for having those wishes to begin with. So crazy, but that's what happened. Anyway, that is all the time we have for today. Thanks again for making Lockdown Giants your first listen or last listen every day. 
Uh, once again, my name is Ben Kaspik. Check me out on X at Ben Kaspik, K-A-S-P-I-C-K. If you like this show, please consider rating it or leaving a review. It helps me out a lot. So thank you in advance and thanks to everyone who's done so already. I can't wait to be with you again tomorrow. It might be another late evening one because we're going to wait and see if anything happens. Like that's what we're all kind of waiting on. Uh, the Rule 5 draft is tomorrow. And it's the end of the winter meetings. And so we'll see if anything happens. We'll see. Any, anyway, can't wait to be with you again tomorrow. Thanks again for listening. You are now Locked on Giants.